welcome to the Football for Kids podcast with me, Darren Rees. In this episode, we're going to be speaking about the Arsenal, Crystal Palace and England legend, Ian Wright. And for all the adults out there, I know you just said, Ian Wright, right, right. But first of all, here's a few messages from you, the brilliant listeners. And the first one says... Hi Darren, Sean here. I love the podcast. I live in Roscommon in Ireland and I love your show. I'm an avid Man United fan and I hope to play for the team in years to come. Would love a shout out on your podcast as I'm nine on the 18th of March. Well, the 18th of March has been and gone. So I hope that you had a really good birthday, Sean. Thank you very much for your message. And it's great to know that you listen to the podcast every single night. I really appreciate you being a listener. And the next one says, Hi Darren, my name is Oliver Farrell and I live in Arda in Coe Longford in Ireland. I'm 11 years old and I play football with Kenny United. My favourite team is Bayern Munich and my favourite player is Courtois as I like to play in goal. Could you say hi to my cousins, Charlie Highland and Lewis Fallon as they love your podcast too and they play football with their teams in Dublin. From Oliver. Well, a big shout out to your cousin, Oliver, and a massive shout out to you and everybody that you play football with. Thank you very much for being a listener. And the last one on this episode says, Hi, my name is Frederick and I'm from Melbourne. I go for Liverpool and I wanted you to do an episode on Salah and Van Dyke. I think they are really good. And that is from Frederick, who finishes his message with a massive Thank you, Frederick. Right then, it's time to speak about the legend. That is Ian Wright, right, right. Ian Edward Wright was born in London in November 1963. Ian was brought up in South East London and was the youngest of three boys. Ian describes his childhood as being rough. His dad moved away when he was 18 months old and he had a stepdad who wasn't very nice to him. Ian's mum wasn't the most supportive person either. She didn't give him the encouragement she could have. When Ian would go to football trials when he was younger, his mum would tell him he's wasting his time. Ian's home was a really tough place to be for a young boy growing up with aspirations. Football is something which gave Ian joy in his tough upbringing. He used to be obsessed with football. Match of a day would bring Ian much jubilation. He absolutely loved it. He lived in a one-bedroom place and his stepdad, who was really not a very nice man, knew how much Ian loved football and match of a day. He would put it on the television, but he wouldn't let Ian watch it. Ian says that he remembers laying in bed facing the wall, listening to the commentary, but his stepdad wouldn't let him turn around and set eyes on it. Ian played football on the streets of a lad called David Rowcastle, a player that went on to be a phenomenal footballer for Arsenal. They would play football together for hours when they were younger, but at a young age, Rowcastle was picked up and his football career went flying. Ian didn't have a positive man in his life. His dad had left the family home and his stepdad was extremely unkind. Although there are some people in the world who aren't very nice, there are some truly amazing people who are. And when Ian was at Turnham Academy, his old school, he met an amazing man, a teacher called Mr Pigden. Mr Pigden knew there wasn't something right with Ian and his home life, 
and he took Ian under his wing. He taught him how to read and write, how to communicate with people. He gave him little jobs around the school to build up his confidence. Mr Pigden realised Ian's passion for football and helped him with passing and teaching him key skills. He was a truly amazing man who was kind, thoughtful, encouraging and wanted to do nothing but good for Ian and the other students. Ian pressed on with his football and gave it everything that he could. He was a good footballer with passion, drive, enthusiasm and he wanted to make it in the beautiful game. Many of the footballers who we have spoken about on the Football for Kids podcast have made their way through the youth academies and played for some of the top teams from a young age. Ian didn't have that route or those opportunities. From around 10 or 11 years old, he went to every football trial he could and he didn't get in. He wrote letters to all the London clubs and would get replies saying, sorry, there are no spaces. When Ian was around 19 years old, he felt like after several years of doing everything he could, it was time to call it a day and go and get a job. The whole football thing wasn't working out for him. He felt like he couldn't have done any more. Ian got a job which he really didn't like. It was a rough and dirty job and something which didn't make him feel good. And after playing for a Sunday league team for a few matches, he was spotted by a Crystal Palace scout and was invited along to some football trials. Ian was 21 years old now and wasn't keen on doing another trial. He'd been knocked back over and over again. He also didn't want to lose a job which he had. He needed the money and to provide for his family. Somebody close to Ian convinced him to go for the trial at Selhurst Park. He went and he played his socks off. Crystal Palace offered him a deal to stay with him for three months. Six weeks into the three months, Crystal Palace signed him on a full-time contract. Ian had become a professional footballer. The thing which he had dreamed of, the countless trials, the endless letters, the hard work had paid off. Ian quickly became a super important member of the team and scored amazing goals, sending the Palace fans wild. He spent seven seasons with Palace, scoring 118 goals. In 1991, Arsenal paid £2.5 million for Ian Wright and the impact which he had at the club was quick to happen. The lad which Ian played football on the streets for hours with, David Rowcastle, was at the club when Ian was there and in his first league match against Southampton, Rowcastle scored one goal and Ian scored a hat-trick. So from playing football in the streets together to playing and scoring goals for Arsenal together, What a moment for the pair of them. Ian went on to be the club's top scorer for six seasons in a row. He won the FA Cup twice, the Premier League once, the League Cup, goal of a season and so much more in his seven seasons with Arsenal. He finished his club career with short spells at West Ham, Nottingham Forest, Celtic and Burnley. Not only was Ian a club legend and a Premier League star, but he represented his country for eight years playing many games and scoring many incredible goals. Remember what we said about Ian loving match of a day and his stepdad not allowing him to watch the screen? Well, years later, he appeared as a guest pundit on the show and he still works on it now. How amazing is that? And in 2005, Ian Wright was at Arsenal Stadium filming something when he heard a voice behind him say, Hello, Ian. Long time no see. Guess who it was? It was Mr Pigden. Ian hadn't seen him for years. 
He couldn't believe his eyes. He thought Mr Pigden had gone. The two embraced each other and spoke about the old days. Ian thinks about Mr Pigden all the time and he's so very grateful to him for all that he has done for him. He was a good man. Ian Wright's story sends the message that sometimes life can be tough but you've got to keep going and you must take opportunities because one thing's for sure, if you give up, you definitely won't make it. But if you don't, who knows what's round the corner? I hope that you've enjoyed listening and learning about the career and the roller coaster story of the legend that is Ian Wright. And remember, if you know someone who loves football just as much as you do, then please tell them about Football for Kids. And whether you're playing football soon, watching it on the telly, or pitch side, I hope that you enjoyed the game. See you next time.